Hello, it's Timothy. I'm back. I'm here to talk about ending poverty in the government's way. The government um, is trying to end poverty. And I think when I started reading about the, um, the Agenda 2030 and Sustainable Development Goals and the Net Zero and everything and how there's, I think, 17 sustainable goals I haven't... Um, I read them, but I haven't, I haven't memorized them yet. But just look up Sustainable Development Goals, and you can look up the United States Sustainable Development Goals, and you can look up um, uh, Agenda 2030. And basically what um, they've actually set a plan in place to help, uh, I guess, make the world a better place. So a lot of the things were about, you know, ending... Um, and the racism, and the sexism, and the hunger. One of the things um, about the thing that stuck out was ending poverty. Now, um, in America, we had our our own agenda about what we can do, or what the American government is going to do to help achieve certain goals. So that's why you're getting all these companies going electric, and that's a big argument about the energy sector changing up, and you know, the big, um, you know, Black Lives Matter and Me Too movement. And just like they're just trying to move into, you know, a different space in the world. Um, the poverty one sticks out to me the most because it seems like there's two different um, ways of going about doing it. So with COVID and all the things that's happened since COVID and now all the this, um the stimulus packages that are being um, placed, that are being set out because of COVID um, is, is a way for the government to try to help in poverty. Now, there seems to be... What, my, what I thought was interesting was that poverty was about the monetary gain that a person has. For instance, our poverty line is, I think, seventeen or to 17000 and I think it's like 20-something thousand per family. Now, Joe wants to um, make a tax break to uh, where you get three thousand. I think it's three thousand six hundred dollars a year extra income, but as a tax break, as a kind of like a child tax credit, if you're a family. So, say for instance, you're a family and you wanted to um, file your taxes, you'll get an extra three thousand dollars. But they want to do it as a monthly check for three hundred dollars. So that's like, and then when you read about why he's doing that particular amount, it's because it says that would get some, I think it's 17 to 20 million families out of poverty, which the poverty is not the mental state. Poverty is the actual amount of money that we consider in America to be considered poverty. So it doesn't mean they're, they're not going to be poor. It just means that they're going to be above the poverty line. And I think that's interesting because 17000 a year, 20000 a year is not much difference. But to say, hey, we have these meaning people that are not in, in poverty anymore to, to the, on the outside, it looks like, oh, they did a great job. But honestly, $3,000 more a year will pay a couple bills. And I guess that's fine. But it's not going to end like poverty. People are still going to be poor because you don't have poverty to me is like the accessibility to to purchase things 
that can help you make money. Whether that's food or like, you know, business or, you know, some kind of like um, property or anything that you can purchase that will, you're not getting in that parking spot. I guess he's really going to try. But anyways, you're not getting in there. Anyways, I'm going around. So, no, it's not happening. Anyway, so yeah, so poverty is is a, is the is the is the money that you can make that's gonna say we're out of poverty. Even though, you know, even making thirty, forty thousand dollars a year in a lot of places is still poor. I'm talking super poor. So, I think we're being. I'm not saying we're being hoodwinked. I just think we're being. I don't know the word played or just like. We're, we're, we're making it seem like they're going to do all these great things for us, but the change that they're giving people isn't really going to affect life to this point where if my if I have a, if I have a family of three kids and the government gives me 300 extra dollars a month, that's not going to be like, okay, now I'm out of poverty, I'm breathing, I can live comfortably. No, you, you know, you can pay a couple extra bills with it and then that's it. You're still going to be poor. So... Now the minimum wage hike is 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 the other side of it because if the co- if the government will approve the fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage hike, that will put the the responsibility of paying people on the businesses. So if you have a fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage, that's an extra. Let's say if it's seven, if it's like ten dollar, you paying you making ten dollars an hour now, and that's what ten times forty is four hundred times fifty two is. 20,800 and you add 15 times 40 is 600 so you add in 200 a week times 52 weeks so you add in another 10,000 a year so you're looking at almost 30,000, 31,000 dollars a year. Now that comes out of a business's um, bottom line so if you're making 10 dollars an hour and then it goes to 15 and then you're making now ten thousand more dollars a year than you were making last year. That's a pretty significant amount of money, you know. But the businesses are not going to want to pay every single person an extra ten thousand dollars a year. So imagine you have twelve employees and they're making ten dollars an hour, and that's and now you go up to fifteen thousand dollars. So twelve times ten thousand. Now you're looking at an extra hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year in payroll. That is a lot of money. Not a lot in terms of, in terms of like Amazon or like you know somebody like that, but you know a, a paper company or a restaurant or whatever you know will probably balk at that because it's like I can't afford to pay an extra hundred twenty thousand dollars a year to my employees because that's you know that's a lot of money. So with that being said, there has to be a way to do both at the same time. Maybe the minimum wage could go up to like $12 an hour and the government can still give those people their stimulus uh, package chips every month so that that way the, gov- the, the companies are not being out here saying, you know, now feel like they're getting raped and the government's actually trying to help in poverty. Maybe that's a start, $12 or $13 an hour. So that was my idea and I used to be like, um, I am on board with increasing the minimum wage. I think the problem is going to be when you have small and, me- and middle business, middle income businesses, medium and small businesses that can't, really can't, can't afford that. And I think that is a real thing to think about.
You know what I'm saying? Because now you're, you're not just looking at big companies. Like, if you want to say, maybe they should just say, like, well, if Amazon's a trillion dollar industry, they can afford to pay their people $20 an hour, $30 an hour, right? So maybe it should be like a percentage of your of your growth, of your net. Should be your, or your gross because they take it out of your um, gross anyways. So maybe a percent of your gross can be what you can pay your your employees. You know what I'm saying? That way, because the conglomerates are still making billions and trillions of dollars, and they can afford to up their their um, wage to 15, 20, 30. They could probably pay everybody like 30 bucks an hour and still be straight. 